This is Josh Belk with the Belkon Business Podcast. I appreciate you taking a few moments uh, to, to listen in today. Uh, we're going to be talking today on paying yourself as an owner. Uh, this is a question that we get asked uh, quite frequently, and, and it is it can be a little bit of a complex uh, question, especially when it comes to trying to execute uh, some specific types of tax strategies uh, in light of uh, kind of the, the the QBI deduction that's come into play here over the uh, over the last a couple years. And and uh, but I'm going to kind of just kind of boil this down and, and kind of really focused on it's kind of the the, the simplistic. Uh, areas that we need to be looking at or considering as it relates to, as an owner, how we pay ourselves. I have uh, actually some uh, some clients, some really good uh, friends as well, who uh, who practice a profit first, and they talk about uh, you know what uh, you as an owner, you're paying yourself, you have an owner's pay account, you have a tax account, all those types of things, and I think those things are helpful. Uh, and uh, and as I kind of talk through this, I, I want you to think a little bit about how this money gets moved around. And uh, so paying yourself as an owner, I'm going to go ahead and start with talking about entity structure. So the first thing you have to understand is what is your entity structure? Uh, and when I, when I have these types of conversations uh, with prospective clients or I might be in a room having this talk uh, many, many times, a, and it happens, uh, unfortunately, too many times where somebody just simply doesn't know. Well, I'm an LLC. Okay, well, you're an LLC, but how are you taxed? Uh, so what is your entity structure and how is that entity structure taxed? That's the first thing you need to know. If you're a single member LLC, by default, you are taxed as a dis, what they call, the IRS calls a disregarded entity or like a sole proprietorship. It's going to go on a Schedule C of your individual tax return and uh, essentially you cannot take payroll out of that entity. Uh, you can take draws out of the entity to pay yourself, that type of thing, but you cannot, uh, you cannot be on payroll. The same thing is true if you're a multi-member LLC or a partnership. Uh, you can only take what's called a guaranteed payment. Now, in both of those situations, uh, so if you're, so if you uh, have, for example, if you're a multi-member LLC, uh, you're involved in the operations of the business, and you're going to take thousand dollars a week out as a as your quote-unquote salary. That's going to come out as a guaranteed payment. No taxes are going to get taken out of that. But what you're going to want to do is to take 25, 30, 35 percent of that, depending on where you fall in regards to your tax rate, both federal and state, and put that over into a tax account. Like if you were practicing profit first, uh, you're going to take your the thousand dollars a week out. You're going to put that into your owner's pay account or in your personal checking account, and then you're going to take uh, approximately a third, a quarter to a third of that, and put that into a into a tax account to send in quarterly uh, to pay for the taxes on the money you pulled out of your business. So that's going to be the case whether you're a, a sole proprietor, a single member LLC, or if you're taking guaranteed payments out of your LL, multi-member LLC or out of your partnership. Now, if you're an S-Corp or you're an LLC taxed as an S-Corp, uh, you, can take your, you can take a salary out of the business. Now, if you're, uh, if you're taxed as an S-Corp, Okay, the IRS actually requires uh, that you as an owner, if you're involved in the business, uh, to actually take a salary out of, the, uh, out of the business, and that salary has to be what the IRS calls a reasonable salary. Now, there isn't a place you can go and say, okay, this is what the IRS says a reasonable salary is for my uh, but you are required to take a reasonable salary. So what does that look like? So first thing you need to understand is what industry are you in? And then uh, you can really kind of take a, take a look at your local market. Now, my, my business, my accounting firm's in Northwest Indiana. We're just outside of Chicago. Now, where my business sits in Northwest Indiana uh, to, uh, to pay for somebody to do the duties that I do is going to be a little bit less than what it would be if I were in downtown Chicago or if I was in Miami or if I was kind of out in the middle of Kansas somewhere, okay? It's going to look different. 
So I need to understand uh, what what, um, what what are the duties that I'm doing first of all. So I need to take a look at. So what are the what are the duties? If I were going to hire somebody uh, from the outside to fill my seat to do the task that I do uh, on a day-by-day basis, what would it cost to replace me in the business? So that's the first thing you need to understand. So you're gonna look at uh, what are other businesses like my business, uh, what do they do? We have many clients in the real estate business. So if that owner is sitting there and they're actually you know, sitting in the seat of doing acquisitions or they're just in management, uh, maybe the owner is doing their own bookkeeping, whatever it is, the duties that they're doing, uh, they need to take a look at, okay, so other uh, Business, like-kind businesses in my area, what are they paying uh, for people to do those tasks in their business? And then they, they would look at that, and that needs to be the minimum salary that you're going to sell. That is the reasonable salary for, for your business. Now, another thing you need to look at is what is your lifestyle? Because what ends up happening is if you're, uh, if you're a, either if you're an S-corp or an LLC tax as an S-corp, and you're just taking draws out of your business and the IRS comes in, the IRS can, and you're not taking a reasonable salary, the IRS can reclassify those, um, those draws, okay, those distributions as salary. They're going to go back, try to collect self-employment tax. You're going to get hit with all kinds of penalties and interest. So it is ideal that you structure this correctly on the front end. So what is it going to cost to replace me in my business? Does what I'm paying myself support my lifestyle? Because if it doesn't, you're going to be tempted to take all these draws out, or you're going to end up um, uh, using the checkbook of the business to pay your personal expenses. And so you end up kind of with this temptation uh, to try to pay for personal expenses out of your business and try to write them off, and it really can, uh, can complicate matters for you. So what is that reasonable salary for you? Now, you can overpay yourself. Okay, there, there is nothing that says that, you know, if I were to place myself in the business, it's going to cost me $60,000, uh, but you need $80,000 a year for your lifestyle. Pay yourself the $80,000 a year, assuming your business can support it. Because guess what? You're going to take that other $20,000 out of the business one way or the other, and uh, so you might as well do it correctly. Okay, so um, take a look at those things. Uh, replace me in the business. Uh, and then make sure that um, that I'm setting it there is what I'm paying myself is enough to support my lifestyle. Now, I said I wasn't going to get into the tax strategy component of this, uh, but it is a conversation you're going to want to have with your accountant. So what is what is my reasonable salary? Uh, and then um, uh, and then to uh, to make sure that uh, that what that salary amount is, is going to align with my overall tax strategy. Okay, and then also to make sure that uh, you're not pulling money out of the business because it can be a cash flow drain. Uh, it's always good, especially if you're in the, those early phases of your business. If you're in that startup phase, you're in the you're in that uh, perseverance stage, uh, you're in that just getting to the profitability stage, and uh, and you're trying to figure things out. Um, if you're not living a, a a frugal lifestyle, your business is going to suffer because you're gonna you're gonna be your own worst enemy and pulling all the cash out of your business, or you're gonna be tempted to not do it correctly uh, and follow what the IRS requires. When it comes to distributions out of your business, if you are an LLC taxes an S corp, you are an S corp, those distributions, you really need to have those documented. As an owner, you just can't be going through, okay, I feel like I'm going to pull $2,000 out of the business and take it out as a draw. Okay, if the, uh, the IRS comes in, they're going to want to see that this was documented. You actually had a meeting and you declared from your accumulated earnings and profits that you're going to take a distribution out of the business of X amount that needs to be documented. Okay, um, and not make it look like you know you're pulling money out randomly to pay for personal bills because that is a, uh, a situation to where you could end up running into a reclassification of those distributions as a salary and getting hit with all kinds of penalties and interest. 
So uh, I hope this uh, particular podcast brought you value. Uh, my name is Josh Belk. This is the Belk on Business podcast. I would love for you either to review, to subscribe if you haven't already, and look forward possibly to the opportunity to hear from you soon. Have a wonderful day.